Welcome back to our seventh annual Nice Projects Presentations event. We're going to move on to A Wrinkle in Time by Madeline Langle. Uh, we all love this book so much. Um, our passage from Deborah, did you want, or Deborah, Sarah E., do you want me to read the passage? Yes, please, because I'm okay. getting Deborah's piece ready. All right. The passage that was our standalone passage um, is this. It seemed to travel with her, to sweep her aloft in the power of song, so that she was moving in glory among the stars. And for a moment, she too felt that the words darkness and light had no meaning, and only this melody was real. I just really love that. It's, it's a moment in the story that is, you know, has to do with healing, the healing power of song, really, of music. So, um, fabulous. Are we ready for? We are ready. Deborah, would you please read your poem, Braids? Sure. Braids, inspired by a wrinkle in time. Before you started your period, I braided your hair. Here we were, you telling the stories of playground antics, me nimbly weaving your strands. Your hair feels like mine, same strength, same texture, same natural curl. Will yours too tell, tell the tales of a lifetime? We decided on ribbons, barrettes, the statement we want to make for the day. I primp, I brush, I curl, I plait, as you allow the soft strokes and tenderness and timeless moments to quaff your life yet to be styled. Mm, I just think that's beautiful. Can you tell us a little bit about your inspiration? Well, I, I thought I would just read what I had said Good. to Sarah. If that, yeah. if that's That'd okay, be great. Because that's that, fine. Okay, so um, braids came up and out of the stack after our wonderful um, podcast that we had on character analysis uh, of the folks in Wrinkle. Um, there were some wonderful part points to ponder about Meg's character and how she was a bit of an outsider and how her brother Charles had similar propensities, yet faced the world with a different strength. Um, I thought about this for days and what are those small details and events that create such a beautiful soul with gifts different from the others? What could Meg's parents have offered to her to be the wonderful person that she had become. And then of course, some days later, I asked the same question of myself. How did I make a difference in my own baby's lives? What small events helped create the wonderful woman that they are today? Then I thought of braiding their hair and how we all loved, loved, loved that morning, that morning tradition that started our day. Oh. So it was like, how, how did these wonderful people become yeah. And I was finding that answer in, in the details. Yes. And having you as their mommy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was beautiful. Very beautiful. I love how personal you made that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that with us. Absolutely. All Next right. up, um, we have a poem with no title, so I just called it Untitled. And uh, this is a submission by uh, one of our poet friends who has a pen name, B. Monet. Um, and it's a lovely poem. Who wants to read this one, Sarah? Do you want to read this one? 
Deborah, how do you feel about reading this one? Are you ready for a cold read? (laughs) A cold read. Melinda, we might call on you for a cold read too, if you want. (laughs) Fixated on a future, bearing the unknown, this time and now means more than you think. The touch of your skin, your scent, tickling my nose. I taste the bitterness in the air as bees kiss and tell, echoing for all to hear. My gut feeling tells me to enjoy, enjoy this part of life we soon will forget, enduring what is known. Nice. Good read. Good cold read. Excellent. Melinda... Our next one is also entitled, untitled, sorry, and it is a poem by um, another one of our poet friends who also works with a pen named Z Rose. And it's, I think it's a haiku, and you had said you'd recently been doing haikus. Would you like to read her poem? Sure, I hope I do it justice. Oh, I'm sure you will. <laughs> uh, untitled, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. Silence answers with purpose, shaking hands with the darkness and time, stuck in a wrinkle with light. Nice. Good cold read. (laughs) Shaking hands with darkness. I love that. Yeah, that's, yeah. She's got a way with words, doesn't she? That's a good one. Okay. Oh. My, my painting is next. I'm so excited to present this to you guys. And since it's a painting, I can go ahead and tell you about my inspiration for it while uh, uh, Sarah E is bringing it up. Mm-hmm. The title is Swept Aloft, a.k.a. in Deborah's Garden. Now, <laughs> I have to explain. In our workshop, we were talking about our standalone passage. And um, there's the phrase, to sweep her aloft in the power of song. And that's my favorite phrase in the passage that we selected. And I was thinking, um, you know, we were in the the workshop, we were talking so much about the music part of this passage. And after the workshop, I started thinking about how a lot of what we talked about and a lot of what this, this passage represents um, is a, is about, uh, I could say the same thing about poetry, that poetry sweeps me aloft. It, it, for a moment, you know, bad things or good things, darkness and light have no moment for that moment, only the poem is real. And I started thinking about this project that I had envisioned a couple months ago where I decided I wanted to create paintings that um, each painting would sort of represent how I feel about a certain poet that I know or that I admire, or whether it's a historical person or someone that um, is alive and well in the real world today. And it just kind of crashed into my brain that my first poem was going to be uh, inspired in part by Deborah Peterson's writing. You're you're the Deborah in Deborah's garden, um, your garden of poems, and um, that you know I I just thought every time I read your poetry, Deborah, I just feel like I'm if I think about this passage, and instead of being carried by the song, I'm carried by the sense, and I mean the sense of what you can smell, you know, and the sounds in your poetry. And I thought I would, if I was like a butterfly hovering over a garden that had all these delicious scents 
and colors and and sounds of birds in the air and so that would be my experience of reading your poetry and feeling your poetry and so i tried to paint that <laughs> and I, this I moved my dear this I kind of crazy moved. painting which is and you can't it's a beautiful piece you can't tell gosh. but it's kind of got some texture and it's kind of semi abstract and i just i just wanted it to be bright colorful and and just kind of like in that moment it, it doesn't really need to take you anywhere but it took me somewhere so that that's my uh piece for a wrinkle in time and it also happens to be the first piece in my ongoing now series of paintings inspired by poets <laughs> so it's a double whammy <laughs> fantastic it's beautiful <laughs> I love the flowers at the bottom. They're like happy little explosions. Yeah, those are those are my version of a tiger lily. <laughs> <laughs> I I am not I don't have the eyesight for good careful detailed paint it like it's a photograph. No, no, no. <laughs> That's beautiful, so, Alice. Well, thank you. And thank you for letting me share it, you guys. I really enjoyed it. So <laughs> watch out, Deborah. I'll probably end up giving that to you someday. <laughs> Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Swept aloft by Deborah's garden. That's what that's what happens when I read her poetry. Join us next time for the next part of our seventh annual Nice Presentations event.